Good morning, MVSers. We are back with another daily MVS, your daily scripture and news and hope and whatever show. Devotional. Yeah, we'll yes. just call it your daily scripture show, and but we throw other stuff in there for you guys. So, what's up, guys? How have you been? How you guys doing in dealing with the quarantine? If you're watching on Facebook, or not Facebook, if you're watching on YouTube or whatever the video, we started recording a video version. So if you go to YouTube and you follow the student page, Mohawk Valley Students, our account, like we talked about, I think yesterday, or definitely two days ago, uh, I kind of forgot to do all this stuff yesterday. <laughs> Jonathan reminded me, he's like, I thought you were gonna do all the outro <laughs> stuff. Um, if you go over there, you can actually watch us and see us in person, which mostly means you can see me staring at my phone and Jonathan staring at me. Um, or his Bible. Uh, <laughs> I've got all my notes on my phone. So still getting used to the camera, so I'm not sure who to look at yet. I'll, I'll figure it out. <laughs> like, do I look at my Bible? Do I look at you? Do I look at the camera? <laughs> I'll figure it out eventually. So yeah, now yeah, because now it's like before, like I would look at the phone, and then I'd be like, oh, I should look at Jonathan more too. But no one can see us. But now it's like, hey, people can see us. Now so maybe look now at you guys, we need to look at the lens. So <laughs> all right, guys. So. Um, Today, oh, as, as our a little bit of our intro, I'll just give a little bit of um, let you know I'm going to be doing the Envy Church Talk today. So tune in on that. I don't know what time. Pastor wants me to do. I think a little earlier, so it's not going to be like a because he did his at 7:30. Susie did hers like at six. I think I'm going to do mine a little bit earlier today. Uh, so tune in on that. That's just on the Mohawk Valley Church so Facebook it'll be up page. Like 2:30 or three. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you do things so early. So oh, it'll yeah. probably be like two thirty or three. No, I yeah, I don't know. <laughs> At some point today, probably earlier than the evening, I'll be going on um, and talking about how you can get rich quick in this uh, with this whole. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you can uh, tune in that. You can hear me talk much, much more adulty than I do here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Like buy a whole bunch of hand sanitizer and sell it. But the guy who did that is forced to give it to it, yeah. charity because yeah, he got that. in trouble for that. So don't do that. Don't well, not just trouble. Like he was gonna get murdered. <laughs> like legit, at some point, it was gonna be like forget Area 51. Let's storm this dude's house take it and who who yeah anyways that's a whole other story but hey there's there's a little because we're not quite doing a news headline today we're doing something we'll get to it in a second um uh, but there's your news headline is the dude that was hoarding did we talk about that on the show I don't think who so. i don't think so either but he he went out and when this first started happening he went out and bought like a ton like his whole area yeah they at one point he got um him and his brother rented a u-haul trailer <laughs> and went around and they went to all the country stores because they were like in the tennessee area and so everyone in the city was going and grabbing stuff so he went to like all the country stores to every dollar store to all the store and and he had like a they, they fill up first like their truck then they got a trailer and then he was selling stuff so he was taking one dollar bottles of like Purell hand sanitizer Time selling for, for twenty dollars yes. on and then other stuff yeah he was selling oh, that was my. costing a few bucks <laughs> he was selling for you know between like 30 to 50 or 40 or 50 whatever bucks anyways long story short Amazon um, smacked him around a little bit and then he then he had this whole article about oh I'm a victim I can't sell this stuff and we're like you're not a victim you're the villain he probably I uh, know he I was gonna tell you probably made as much as he paid already but oh I'm sure he made his he money back did. but he was like I was in a position to really help out my family we're you like helping out your family oh, by selling come on, it for buddy. that much You'd be helping them out by giving them out to people who can't afford well, it. <laughs> and then, and then the one thing he was like, "Oh, it's not price gouging. People don't. Uh, people when they say that twenty dollars from I'm I, basically selling them for twenty when I paid a dollar, they're not considering my labor." Okay, dude. 
<laughs> if you had just done nothing and left them alone, people there would have been people could have just driven to the store, bought them, and they would have been fine. But whatever. Again, that's not our story for today. Or our, that's our little news headline. But so, we didn't even do the scripture yet. Yeah. So, so now we're gonna. There's <laughs> the headline. So what we're doing today is it's gonna be a tiny bit different. Um, rather than taking a specific headline and then because we're like that's kind of like what we've been doing is like a headline and then like news and hope type thing. And and again, even when the coronavirus stuff is over, we'll still do that. We'll talk about a current rapper or singer or politician or whatever and we'll bring a biblical either perspective or if it's a sadder or upsetting situation we'll bring some hope or something elections are coming up so we'll have plenty of plenty of fodder for the uh for the canon there um so we today's though rather than putting out a specific headline of like hey here's the headline that came out today let's talk about it what i wanted to do is kind of do like a um kind of talking about something that's going on so i want to like basically like if we could pull a page out of like satan's playbook is how i said it to you so there is a lot like and i even i was in a meeting last night where some someone was like there and brandy's been saying this the whole time but then i was in a meeting last night where someone was like there's more there's gotta be more there's more going on to this and and there's conspiracy theories and stuff like that and i'm not going to comment on government conspiracy theories but there is a proven biblical conspiracy theory, or supernatural is probably a better way to say it, Con a spirit conspiracy theory. Uh, say that five times fast. It might be actually, <laughs> I think this is more like a conspiracy fact. Because yes. it's in scripture. Exactly. It's a fact. It's not a theory. It's a fact. It, it's in scripture. And basically, Satan is trying to... He, he, I'm not saying he necessarily caused this. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not speculating. But what I'm saying is... Um, he is opportunistic. He's also, he's kind of lazy in that sense. Like he's like, <laughs> he copies everything. You know what I mean? Like he can't create, he's just, but anyways, regardless, um, he's going to use this and wants to use this event to try to, I'll use the word sift because that's the word that's in one of our scriptures to sift you or basically pull you out of your faith, to take your faith away. I, I read an article that I thought was really interesting. He talked about, um, this tool, and I can't remember the necessary the how to pronounce the name of it or whatever, but it was this tool that like um, you know it was okay. The whole idea of sifting is they, they put like the wheat and the 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 weeds and stuff, and they they shake or you know, and it separates them because it's a different size. Blah blah blah. I'm not a farmer, but you know that's essentially <laughs> the idea. Um, and so you talk about like like all right, Satan so wants to put you in this like whatever this this thing was, and it's it's you know human shaped. It, it fits you in it. Um, and you can't, like, your faith can't fit through it. And so the whole idea is he's shaking you around. It's it's wrecking your body. It's destroying you until you let go of your faith. And once you let go of your faith, then you can get out of this thing. But you'll come out as a faithless, hopeless person is what he wants. As long as you're holding on to your faith, you can't fit through the thing. And so it's like this whole idea of, like, he's, like, he's trying to make it like, oh, look, all you have to do is give up your faith and give up your hope, and then you can move on. And you can move out of this, this um uh, trial basically and the funny thing about that is literally our faith is our only hope yeah so you let go of your faith so that the situation you're going through is over but now you have no hope mm -hmm. and just to show you this isn't something new he's done um I want to say Luke because that's the scripture. Jonathan, not Luke. Jonathan is going to read you a scripture from Luke, uh, and to show you, like this isn't the first time he's tried this. So I am reading from the Passion Translation. For those of you who notice, this is a little different. I love the Passion Translation, so it's kind of paraphrased. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit different, but um, this is Luke 22. I am reading verse 31. Yes. 
and this is Jesus talking, it's right before he is actually going to go to the cross and all of his disciples are saying, I'm going to stand with you no matter what. Jesus says, Peter, my dear friend, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Satan has demanded to come and sift you like wheat and test your faith. And then verse 32, he says, But I have prayed for you, Peter, that you would stay faithful to me no matter what comes. Remember this, after you have turned back to me and have been restored, make it your life mission to strengthen the faith of your brothers. Mm, I love that. And an interesting thing is when he says, um, has demanded, demanded you, like he says you, that's actually plural. Um, and so what he's saying is it, it wasn't just Peter, it was the disciples. Like Satan was basically saying, I want full access to the disciples. I want to be able to go in and try to take them out because he knew what was about to happen and, and he wanted to take them out. And so that way they, you know, they could Like you said, the devil faith. sees the opportunity. Mm-hmm. He sees what's happening and he takes the opportunity to try to come in when something bad is happening mm-hmm. and to try to get you to give up on your faith mm-hmm. when there's that opportunity. And that's not even the first time he tried it. If we go all the way back to Job, which is, you know, more than a couple hundred years before that. Which is where I got to get out <laughs> my phone because the Passion Translation doesn't have the Old Testament yet, except for a couple select books. So on my phone I go. Uh, so in Job, what he's getting there, I'll read for us. Verse 6 of, oh, I don't actually know what chapter this is. Oh, I didn't save the chapter. Oops. You I just didn't did a screenshot. Sorry, <laughs> um, verse six, it said a, a mystery chapter. Uh, that'll be your guys' post in the comments of the chapter. Go look this up um, to Job and find it. Don't tell them. Don't tell them. It, it's, a, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Yeah. Okay. So uh, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, I'm you know, guessing what chapter you're Send in right us a now. message. Or uh, if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment of where, you, where what chapter this is from. Um, so yeah. When the day came, for the heavenly beings to appear before the Lord, Satan was there among them. The Lord asked him, What have you been doing? Satan answered, I have been walking here and there and roaming around the earth. Verse 8, Did you notice my servant Job? The Lord asked. There is no one on earth as faithful and as good as he is. He worships me and is careful not to do any evil. And then verse 9, Satan replies, Would Job worship you if he got nothing out of it? You have always protected him and his family and everything he owns. You bless everything he does, and you have given him enough cattle to fill the whole country. But now suppose you take away everything he has, and he will curse you to your face. And the Lord in verse 12 responds, All right, the Lord said to Satan, Everything he has is in your power, but you must not hurt Job himself. So Satan left. So, and then if you know the story of Job, he then goes That's on. That's funny, because I was reading along in another chapter. I'm not going to say what chapter. It's very similar, because this actually happens twice. Where he comes back. It happens yeah. twice. So, I was reading the second one. I'm like, oh, this is a little bit different, probably translation. <laughs> and then I get to the one point, I'm like, oh. Nope. That's why his v- verses aren't corresponding with mine. So it actually happens twice. Well, what it is, is if you know the story of Job, he goes to him and he says all that, and he goes and he starts to like you know destroy Job's life. Um, but you've seen there, he, God says, but don't touch Job directly. And then, so then Job, or Job, then Satan comes back, and God's like, ha-ha, I told you. And he's like, well, I mean, yeah. He but still any has. man will give up everything he has to save his own life. You didn't let me actually touch him physically. So God's like, bet, okay, go do what you want, just don't kill him. And then so Satan goes and just like destroys his body, like, you know, boils and 
all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, the more the end of the story is Job is faithful, and Job even his wife. It's like uh, it's funny because there's like jokes about how like oh God, like Satan took away everything except the nagging wife, <laughs> and that's why Proverbs <laughs> talks about he who finds a, a good wife, you know, is blessed. Has and a it blessed does life. say stuff like it's better to live on the corner of a housetop than yeah. to live inside with a nagging wife. It yeah, with a morsel of, a morsel that. of bread rather than yeah. So it's like guys and girls. Like, that's why you don't just go date the prettiest thing that walks by. Like, it's a big deal. You got to really seek God's direction because um, you don't want to be like Job one day and be like, oh, really? So Satan took away everything he could find that I could use for support and comfort and left my spouse? Because their spouse is still going to be used to the devil, apparently. <laughs> you, want, you want to have a spouse that is like, so, this is going to sound weird, but that is so such a blessing that Satan's like, okay, taking the spouse first, because they're going to be the one to help support them in this. Um, so that was a weird way to say that. But basically, you know, be very careful. Don't settle. You want someone rooted and grounded in the word of God. Yes. Um, and so this all goes back to what we know, what Ephesians six twelve says, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. So if we know that Satan's plan is to basically rage against us, the Bible talks about he goes around like, you know, like a, like a roaring lion seeking who he can devour. That was another thing in the thing they talked about us, how, you know, like he can't devour, like you're anyone with faith he can't he gave the example of like oh you're too big your faith is too big to go down his throat like he has to separate you from your faith before he can actually try to devour you so this whole idea is he is like he's back there probably like wringing his hands like woo and i say don't wring in as bad but ring like like rubbing his hands like yeah you know like this is my time i'm gonna be able to get so i'm gonna be able to um sift that's the word we're looking for so many christians so many people who walk the fence who are barely maybe just go i'm gonna be able to just destroy them all and then uh, in the faithful i'm just gonna really challenge their faith and he's like see how many i can get like this is gonna be awesome and so i want to encourage you if you're feeling the opposite of encouraged to to really like you know it's only a couple days in and you may be thinking oh my goodness you know like if you had told me no school for this year. I'd be a bit excited, but I don't know. And this quarantine, and it's scary. And and then I'm watching all this stuff on Netflix, and that's just making me more paranoid. Uh, the idea of trusting in God and using this as a time to grow in your faith, knowing that. And this is like, like if you, okay, we have several wrestlers in our youth group. And so, like, if you know a guy's coming at you with like his signature move that takes him out every single time. If you know that ahead of time, you're watching footage, you know, like you've trained against that. You literally have a training partner who just uses that same move. You're prepared for that. So when he comes against his, his takedown that works like every time, well, you've prepared for that specifically. And you're gonna be that first person to be like, not today, Jimmy. And you're gonna like stop it, right? You're gonna beat him. So this is the thing, like don't, like not to be caught off guard. So what can happen is when you start feeling anxious and depressed, and all these different things, it can be this spiral thing. And it gets, it's like you get in this free fall where it's hard to get out. So it's like, don't even start it. Like be encouraged today to know, well, that's Satan's plan. I don't wanna walk right into that. I don't want to play into that. I'm starting to get down. I'm starting to all these, that's exactly what Satan wants for me. Okay, let me get out of my room and let me go spend some time with my family. Let me pick up my Bible and actually read again. So many of you have told us 
And me over the years as a youth pastor, like, oh, I don't have the time. I get up. I have to be. So many kids are like, oh, I have to be out on the bus by 6.30 or 6.15. That's so early. And I'm, 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 I'm like half asleep. I couldn't do a Bible study. Guess what? You have a time now. You have the time now. <laughs> you literally can wake up at noon and do your devotions. Go put, go make some coffee. Grab some fruit or grab a bowl and of you cereal. you really don't have anything else that you have to do. Yeah, what are you gonna so. do? Jump on your phone and read about how the coronavirus <laughs> is gonna destroy the whole world? Cause that one is not accurate. And two, that's what everyone who's bored is doing. Seriously. Is they're like, oh, here's an article about how, you know. So we're all supposed blah, blah, blah. to be resting Let's make so it worse. we don't get this <laughs> and we're all panicking and making it worse. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's all I have. I wanted to do a little bit of a shorter episode for you guys today. We have a busy day, lots going on. I just wanted to come and rather than saying, Here's a headline. I want to say, look, here's what Satan's doing. So the the, the fear and the doubt that you are um, facing and that you're struggling with, know that that is intentional and that is intentional from the enemy. And he's literally, it's like, think of it as like, like ropes being tied around you, right? So if you were to one day look down and be like, oh, Actually, there's a, a better example is like an anaconda, a giant snake, right? It slowly overtakes you. So like no one's walking down the road and gets swallowed by a giant snake. What happens is they lay down and go to sleep and they wake up and they're in the belly of the snake and they die. Wow. Um, no, there was a legit story of this guy. I don't know what country he was. I think he was, I say guy, but I think he was like younger. I want to say like 12, 13, something like that. And um, he laid down by a tree to take a nap and he woke up. And from the waist down, he was had a giant snake over him. And what had happened is he he was carrying like some sort of like sword knife type machete probably thing. And you know, like it kind of went to the side. So when the snake was coming up on him, it would have completely devoured him, but the sword, it got caught. And so he the snake couldn't go any further. And I don't think they're able to go backwards. So he just <laughs> wake the snake's just sitting there stuck on him. So he wakes up and he's like, grabs his machete and cuts the snake open and gets out and it saved his life so same thing if you wake up like if you're dealing with these things imagine you just woke up and you're halfway in the middle down a snake and you're sitting there sword well i don't have a sword no look i had a sword uh yes you do christian you have a sword i didn't use mine today other than this example i used my phone today uh jonathan used his i just love the passion translation that's why i it just helps me. It's a different translation. Yeah. It's really different. So and yeah. So wait. Imagine you just woke up, and you're like, oh, okay. This is literally what Satan's trying to do. He's coming, like literally, like he's trying to devour me, like like the snake in the story. I have my sword. Use it. Pull it out. Cut that snake in half. You know, like whatever that may be for you. One definitely doesn't matter who you are. It's going to uh, um, entail reading your word and praying, and then practical stuff. It's probably going to mean stuff like. Don't be hiding out in your bedroom the whole time just watching pan the, the movie Pandemic on Netflix, which is trending on Netflix right now um, and recommended on right now. If you go, I, I heard, if you go to Netflix, the, the number one recommended movie is Pandemic and the second number one recommended movie is Outbreak. So they're clearly trying to profit off of fear. Yeah. So don't be watching that and people or- People tell me that too. They're like, you should watch such and such a movie because like, no. you don't know how this ends. I'm like, I, don't, I already know how it ends and it's yeah. much better than any of those movies. Or Handmaiden's Tale or Walking Dead or I don't know I, I, I think Altered Carbon I've heard is a, it's a futuristic thing and I think it's bleak any of these like dystopian or apocalyptic into the world movies like maybe spend less time in your room watching those on Netflix and go out and be with your family you know you're like well I don't have a family or I don't have a good family or I you know I live with a grandma and she's sick and she's off in her room or 
or I have an abusive, you know, family, you know, think, okay, fine, go, go for a walk. Yes, we're in this quarantine. You can go for a walk. Even in San Francisco, where they're not supposed to leave their house, they can go for a walk. Go for a walk. Get some air. Go toss a ball around. Go, I don't know, like, maybe stop playing, like, Call of Duty or, like, Walking Dead and maybe put in, like, Mario Kart for a little bit, you know, and yeah, put on some Christian music. apocalyptic movies watch frozen 2 it was really good <laughs> it, i haven't seen frozen 2 but isn't frozen, frozen 2 was really but good. frozen 1 is an apocalyptic movie it's all about how she's freezing the world and everyone in the kingdom is going to freeze to death and die i guess frozen 2 was different frozen 2 is really <laughs> good. yeah i haven't seen it so those, uh, but like really jonathan good. frozen is an into the world movie what are you talking yeah, about yeah, I know. frozen 2 is really good uh i just want to say something really quick i know you said you wanted to wrap this yeah, up go for it my favorite part because this whole like the verse that we're focusing on is how the devil wanted to sift Peter, but Jesus does say, I have prayed for you that you would stay faithful to me no matter what comes. And I just want you guys to know that we are praying for you. And this has been our prayer for you is that you guys would remain faithful and that this time would be a time of growth for all of us. So I want you to know that you are being prayed for and also to pray for others that they would be faithful. And yeah. Yeah, that's all I got. That's awesome. <laughs> I thought I'd, I'd screenshot a picture. I was going to show that went along with that, but because um, I saw a picture this morning that I think would um, illustrates that perfectly, and it was uh, it was Jesus holding like a young girl, but the girl was Earth because her face was clearly the planet Earth, and then her body she was wrapped in a cloak that was like all the flags of all the nations, and she's like crying, and it was like just getting like goosebumps just repeating it because i almost i almost cried this morning seeing that being like yeah the whole world is hurting and like god doesn't abandon us he's there holding he's like it's just like this he's like satan's coming for you i've I'm pr i've prayed for you like i'm praying you know that you'll make it through and um, there's, there's, there's so many scriptures too that talk about like how jesus now that he's at the right hand of god he's he's making intercession for us he is still praying for yeah. us we're praying for you god's praying for, jesus is praying for you i almost forgot the most important scripture i want to go through today so <laughs> be prepared here's another couple minutes uh, i thought i was ending um the whole idea too because i don't want you to be like well, I prayed that God would just make this go away, and he didn't, therefore, you know, what's going on? Now my faith is tested, right? Um, so Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, and I think it's good for us to have a, a good doctrinal and biblical foundation for what's going on, because otherwise it can be confusing, like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have faith, I, I'm going to pray this whole thing right now, and Jesus' name goes away, or I'm going to pray, and then maybe something bad does happen, and you're like, what in the world? Maybe, like, it, I, I prayed, I had faith, what, what's going on? And Romans three, uh, Romans five three through five says, not only so, but we. You know, I want to hear it in the passion. You read it. <clears throat> Gotta clear my throat there. <laughs> it says, but that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have a joyful confidence, knowing that our pressures will develop in us patient endurance, and patient endurance will refine our character, and proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us. That's awesome. And then, um, it's really good. Yeah, I like th this version. It's the NIV, which is like my least favorite version. <laughs> but it says that uh, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, character, hope. And it goes on and says the same thing he does. So the whole idea is don't lose heart and don't lose faith just because like something doesn't, you know, something's not going your way sometimes like the suffering is what we need like you're like god i want to be closer i want to be a better christian i i want to not fall to these same temptations i want to all these things that you guys have talked to us about like i want to be better in these areas i want to let go 
a lot of times it's stuff like this that the the suffering or what's the word your version used it didn't say suffering um, in times of trouble. Times of trouble. Um, I think one translation says Knowing tribulation. Pressures. Yeah, pressure um, produces. It's like you don't you don't get like you don't take grapes and take them out to Chuck E. Cheese and they turn into wine, right? It, you crush them, yeah, and out of that comes them. wine. And the better you know that process is, the better and the sweeter the wine. Never had wine, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I've read the Bible. I know how wine press Yeah, that's works. what it says. It says, do not be drunk with wine, but yeah. be filled with the Spirit. And, and so, I was a homeschooler, hey. so I've literally gone on field trips and seen, like, how wine and olive oil and stuff is made. So it's this idea that, like, these things can will um, test us and make us better in that sense, not just, oh, this is here just so we can suffer and why has God abandoned us, um, that through these things, you know, Satan's tempting and trying us, God's praying for us. He'll bring us through this stronger and that you need to run to that and get in your word. If nothing else, get in your word. You need to spend at least 10 minutes a day, probably more. But if you're doing nothing, we talked about actually on Friday, we were talking about this on Friday because we, we recorded this back and the, um, Fridays are going to be we a little bit different. We didn't know how timely it was going to be. But on Friday, we were going to be dropping an episode. Friday's episode is going to be all about how to like grow your ability to pray and worship more and how if you do zero how to get it to a couple minutes if it's a couple minutes how to get it you know like that whole so fridays is going to be really good for you if you're like i don't really i pick up my bible and i fall asleep i try to pray and i fall asleep i don't know how um friday's episode is going to be really good for you so with that because we are running out of time um i want to just let you know um on Friday as well, Geek Church goes live, our first introduction episode. So check that out. You can go to uh, just search Geek Church on YouTube. Our, our oh, that's Church, right. Yeah, I've got right. mine's not comic booky, but it's still mine's geeky. I've got Space booky. Jam. He's go. got his other Iron Man. I got some Space Jam <laughs> no, to this represent. Is not Iron Man. This I'm is sorry. Captain I'm America. sorry. Captain America. Because we all agree that Captain America is Heck product. no. <laughs> and then I've got Space Jam on representing the the, the tunes there. And, and you know, it's still March Madness, so I, I gotta get a little bit of basketball shirt that I wanted to use that time. I should have <laughs> yeah. worn it. I would have matched Look, you a little I'm, better. This is this is how about as far as I can go with basketball March Madness stuff. I got Space Jam on. Still represents Geek Church. That's going live on Friday. Check that out. Um, and then also uh, Youth Factor on YouTube. That's our main channel um, where you're going to be able to see our vlog. You're going to be able to see and see Wordy. Those are our two shows that go in there. So we have programming every every day, Monday through Friday, between the vlog and you between You really want to see us try some really hot sauce, and you really want to see Pastor Jared gag. Or or something really new. Like Maybe you're that. watching this a couple <laughs> months, and maybe we just did something else, some other challenge. So check those out. Youth Factor and Geek Church on YouTube. Um, go subscribe to both those channels and ring the bell so that way you actually get the notifications when we put stuff out there. Um, Comment, so, let us know what your favorite parts are. Yeah, and so if you go to Geek Chat, if you watch, listen to this today or Thursday, you're like, where's the episode? Um, that episode goes live. Um, it's going to be Friday at 10, 10.30, I think we said, 10, 10.30, something like that. I think it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> It'll go live on Friday. We'll do it as a premiere, and we'll be there. I'll be there. Um, Jonathan might be, be there. Be uh, there. Messaging and interacting night, with you. There, yeah, yeah well, interacting with you guys and saying what's up. And it's a shorter episode, so it's not going to take us to 1130. It's, it's just it's it's like a 20-something minute intro episode. So we'll be there interacting with any of you guys who want to hang out. So with that, guys, have a blessed day. As always, have a blessed day. We'll uh, see you tomorrow morning. Boom.